and a welcome into Believe in Ravens right here on the Believe Podcast Network. I am Cam Rogers. The NFL offseason is here. The Kansas City Chiefs are victorious over the San Francisco 49ers, capturing Super Bowl 54. And shocker alert, my Super Bowl prediction was wrong. I picked the 49ers to win. They were up 10 points with like eight minutes to go and collapse. So the lesson is, whatever prediction I make for an NFL game, go the exact opposite direction. Cam autofade Rogers for days. Hit me up on Twitter at Mr. Rogers 99 and on the gram at Mr. Rogers 98. If you have not been following those social media handles, I was in Miami for the last week at Radio Row covering Super Bowl 54. It was an incredible experience. We brought on some fantastic guests on our programs. If you did not listen to my previous episode right here on Believe in Ravens, we did a Best of Radio Row show with plenty of guests on the program, so definitely check out that episode. But for this episode in particular, I want to single out my interview with Ike Taylor. Of course, as Ravens fans, we know him well, spent 12 years in the NFL playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers in that secondary. And I'll tell you what, he is so cool, has so much insight into the NFL game, as you would expect. And of course, he has two Super Bowl rings to boot. And oh, by the way, he is a co-host on the Believe Podcast Network. He hosts with Mark Bergen, the Believe in Steelers podcast. So we had a chance to sit down with him during the events at Radio Row. So it's myself, Alex Tosopoulos, and Josh Fisher. You may know those names from the Charity Stripe podcast. Great conversation with Ike Taylor, so I wanted to create a separate episode just for him. A, because he's a former Steeler, so Ravens fans know him well. And B, he just shares some really good NFL insight. And say what you want about the Pittsburgh Steelers, we hate them, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, it's really easy to appreciate an NFL player when you sit down and have a conversation with them, what they go through and what they have to battle through to be successful in that league is truly incredible. And for Ike Taylor, of course, he was a walk-on at University of Louisiana Lafayette, built his way through and got to the NFL level and had a pretty darn successful career, if you ask me. So, want to kick this off with Ike Taylor here. It's a great conversation, only on the Believe in Ravens podcast. IT, two-time Super Bowl champion and co-host on the Believe Network, Ike Taylor. Dude, first of all, thank you so much for being on the network. We love having you. Man, I appreciate y'all giving me that invite. I love, I, I look forward on Tuesdays. Dude to doing it, me and Mark, you know? Breaking it down. Hey, the Ragin' Cajun, I gotta yeah. know. Bourbon Street, do I have to do it? I've never been. You've never been? Well, Ragin' Cajun, that's in Lafayette, Louisiana. Yeah, uh, not New Orleans, of course. Uh, oh, yeah, you gotta go. You gotta go. Man, I tell you what, <laughs> Lafayette was... <laughs> 
Lafayette was the first. I've never seen light-skinned women with green and blue eyes until uh, I went down to Lafayette. No shit. So when I went down and I saw that, I almost got kicked out because I didn't do no school. I was doing the green <laughs> and blue eyes. That's hilarious. I'm uh, My mom's a Louisiana gal. She's from Shreveport. Oh, she way up there. Yeah. 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 Around Arkansas. That's right. Yeah. But, yeah. like, you walked on and mm-hmm. – became a performer on the team. What was that like, building through the adversity and becoming a key player on that squad? And then obviously going to the NFL. It was just, I didn't want to go home. Right. Like my whole goal was taking care of my mom and my three sisters. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have another option. Like I didn't want another option. Like I was all the way in. So it was me or you kind right. of attitude. Love and it. I like me. Over everybody, so that's how that was. Dude, two Super Bowl rings, you've been in three. What's going through the minds of the players for the Chiefs and the 49ers as we stand here on a Friday before a Super Bowl? You can just see two different personalities, and the two different personalities between the Chiefs and San Fran, you can see it's more business-minded with San Fran, and the reason why it's more business-minded with San Fran because they got a couple of guys who won Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Emmanuel Sanders won a Super Bowl. Richard Sherman, Richard Sherman has won a Super Bowl. On the flip side, you can tell it's more loose on the KC side. Like, they're having a lot of fun. You can just listen to the guys in, in the podium. Yeah, Tyreek Hill yeah, is, yeah, like, they, shouting out Richard Sherman. Yeah, they, yeah. You, I'm shouting you out, but at the same time, like, um, I'm, I want to smoke you, yeah. which right. I like the attitude, but you can just see from the top to the bottom, meaning from the coach to the players, that San Fran have this business, what well, we call it business, mm. and the business, <laughs> <Love that. laughs> business attitude, and you can so, just see it. So what do you think? I mean, what does that mean to you? Who who fares better, right? Like They, they always play close games. San San Fran been playing close games. They they had the hardest schedule this year. Yeah, and I mean that's to go thirteen and three and have the hardest schedule, and this is one team. They could, they're the only team that can do both. Mm. If y'all want to play Smash Mouth football, y'all know we got a three-headed monster in the back. If y'all want to, if y'all want to go air out, just ask Drew Brees and company. Usually, you just have one identity. Tennessee had one identity, Derrick right. Henry. Right. When you think of KC, you think of Patrick Mahomes and all the Ferraris and the Lambos yeah. he got at his disposals on the perimeter. But when you think of San Francisco 49ers, yeah, you think of run game, but don't forget you still got Kittles. He's a monster. Totally. You still got Emmanuel Sanders. He's a dog. And you still got Debo Samuels. He's the dog. So, yeah, yeah we – they – they have what they like, and that's run. But they can do whatever you want to do. It's like fighting. You want to go unorthodox, or you want to go southpaw. Mm-hmm. But you that's think the San Francisco 49ers. They can they can certainly beat a lot of the teams in the NFL in a shootout. But could they? Do they want to even get into a shootout with the Kansas City Chiefs? I, I think they don't mind getting in the shootout. Really? Like to have five first rounders on the front on the front four, five first rounders. Like so, we're acting like they didn't just play a quarterback of Patrick Mahomes' caliber. Mm. They just smoked them. You saw what they did, the AR-12, that's Aaron Rodgers. Easy. <laughs> you, just, you just saw what they did to him. Yeah. So, and we get to him with four. Not five, but four. Four on five, they win every time. So, that's, so, that's a luxury. Yeah, that, that's, 
Huge. A hell of a luxury. Yeah. You can just go to the old Minnesota days when Coach T was with Minnesota, the four down linemen. You can go with Sapping Company in Tampa when they just had four down linemen. You can go to Chicago when Brian Urlacher was four down linemen. When you got four dogs that can get to the quarterback and you don't have to bring an extra guy, something ain't right. All right, folks, quickly interrupting this interview here to let you know that Believe in Ravens is brought to you by Manscaped.com. After more than 18 months of research and development, the Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the greatest ball hair trimmer ever. Whoa, big stuff. We're talking about the Lawnmower 3.0 manscaping trimmer which is now available for purchase get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code believe at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com use that promo code believe the rams did it last year i mean listen you think it's it's not an anomaly the rams don't go back losing sue say what you will about the guy as a person the guy, as far as talent goes, he's a Hall of Fame talent. He's just an unstoppable force. Him on the inside, it's no shock that Dante yeah, yeah. Fowler Jr. is his best year. Yeah, it's mm. no question. I mean, you had Sue and Aaron. Yeah. You had Sue and Aaron. It's a double whammy. You had Sue. You already know how much of a dog Aaron is. Well, he's the best, but then Sue is right up there That's with him. That's what I'm him. saying. You, yeah, you, totally. You, you, had, you had both of them. On the same team? It's Kawhi and Paul. <laughs> it's like having Kawhi and Paul George. I mean, the minute Sue, the two on, best three and D Sue guys. takes the two middle on the guys. Same team? They can't double team Donald. Dude, that's They're a corner's dream. If you're a cornerback and you have those linemen, um, so, you're loving that. I mean, we. I can't even lie. We had a good deep, when I played. We had a night. We had you a had, nice. You had Casey Hampton, man. He is talking about underrated, bro. Right? Casey, Aaron, Aaron Smith probably been the the most underrated. Both them, dude. Both of them. Aaron Smith probably was the most underrated yeah. D lineman yeah. in the game of football. 94 is good, dude. And you saw it with your own Live eyes. in person. Every week. Them boys used to fight to get to the quarterback. Them boys used to fight each other to get to the quarterback. Bro, our defense used to be crazy, bro. Yeah. Like, Kind of is crazy now, though, man. Nah, it won't. Nah, we was. It's a finesse crazy. We was putting people to sleep crazy. Yeah. Like hey, uh, who's the best? Who's the best guy right now on that offense? Which offense? No, that's that. We used to look at the roster. Oh. Like, <laughs> who's the best guy on the offense? We got it. <laughs> hey, let's put him to sleep. <laughs> let's put him to sleep. That was the mentality you had. Hey, whoever, whoever hits the hardest, the longest, that was our mentality. We taking the soul out of a man. That 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 was our that was our motto. Let's take the soul. Let's let his mama, his sister, his grandma know that he's not a man no more. That's deep. Let's take the soul. Like it, I've never bro, wanted to not play brain, NFL football so much, so much in my entire. I want to run through a brick wall. Washed. My linebackers used to brainwash, take the soul out of I mean, Mike. 90, Hit him so 90, hard he just stands on the sideline, doesn't want to come back in. Take, he's tap, take the soul out of him. Ninety-two is the scariest play I think I've ever seen. I mean, Ray Debo? Lewis is great. Yeah, yeah, Debo, Debo, Debo. But I tell you what, James Ferrier. Oh, dude, he was he was lit. You want to nice. you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I feel your energy. I know. Like, and, and I'm like diagonal it. from you. I'm like right in your and line he of did, fire. And he did it with attitude, like Pot Dog. That was his nickname because he had a pot belly when he was small. Because so his parents used to call him Pot Dog. 
and but y'all know him as James Ferrier. Pot dog. Man, I ain't never seen. I ain't never seen a man hit people that hard. I'm talking about knock outs. And he told he told us, us meaning secondary guys, we're not hitting low. He said, we FaceTiming. So in order to play in that secondary, you had to FaceTime. And yeah. you had to run through them. Right. Yeah. So, like I said, I've been brainwashed. Like, them dudes, I would rather knock somebody out than catch an interception. That was the mentality when we played yeah. as, as a secondary. If you played corner when I played corner, we got more praise than knocking somebody out and catching picks. Dude, Palomala was jumping over linemen. That was his gig, man. man. Hit him. We called him Baby Jesus. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> dude. They're like, bro, how you know that play was about to happen? You must have talked to the good man above. The, the huh? hair is the hair, dude. This dude, special. What did he used to say when they would when you have to say your college? What was your you had one great swagging? One. Yeah, that's what it was. Swagging University. That was it, man. Yeah, <laughs> like they thought years. I was crazy. Twelve, 12 years, years bro. dude, and consistently the same team. I mean, you just don't see that very often. Right. You have Eli, you have Brady, you have all these guys, but you in as any well. sport in any what sport a blessing. anymore, man. No, it really it really is a blessing, bro. Like I I be telling people, I went to school twice. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> you know. You yeah. know, I went to school twice. I had to go from elementary school to to high school. Then I had to go to school from, you know, playing the league. Man, it's hard. Like, yeah. I be telling people, like, it's it's hard getting in there. It's hard to even stay because they're trying to drive for a bigger, younger, faster, cheaper versions right. of you totally. every year. You got to as an organization. And if, if you're not staying healthy, there's a guy right behind you, right, who's ready to go for your spot. Availability is the best ability. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta stay healthy. You got yeah. and that was that was I was known for that. Like I was known not taking no days off in the off season, you know if you had to work off seasons used to be so good. Coach Kyle and Coach Tomlin, if they if they knew you was working out with Ike Taylor in the off season, you didn't have to do conditioning. It was already to understand. If you working out with Ike, you down to Orlando working out with Ike? Okay. Sweating your ass off? Is, that where, is that where you live right now? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get a workout in. That's all I know. Y'all ain't doing no conditioning. Wow. If I know y'all working out, right, y'all ain't doing because y'all going to be in the best shape. We ain't got to worry about you putting on hamstring. I ain't got to worry about you being hurt. I know Ike gets up at 5, 6 o'clock in the morning to go work out. I ain't got to check and see where he at. Like, I know y'all going to be ready. Man, I had like. 15, 20 stillers. At one, for two, for like a two-year span, I always had like five or six with me. About a two-year span, I had like 10 to 15 stillers with me, staying at the house. And that made us even tighter. Yeah. yeah totally. In the off-season. You're eating together. You're hanging out. It's not even like you're training together. You're doing a it's, bunch of other things together. So now, I, I, so now I just look at you like, I know what you don't like in food. I know what you do like. I know what kind of drink you like. I know what kind of girls you do and don't like. I know when your mama pissed you off. I know when your girlfriend pissed you off. Like, you be around each other for so long. It's your you brother, pick, dude. You pick up it's the family. tendencies. It's family. Yeah. I got to ask you one more question. Yeah, yeah. You love game film. Yeah. Young corner right now, who we should be looking out for? Mm. A young guy in the league. Coming right? out of college or the league? If you can give me one, if you can oh. give me one of each, that'd be great. If, if you, not, all good. If you give us the same guy that we love out of college, it's just gonna give us more confirmation. But well, you know, Del Pitt for me is he's my guy coming out of college from LSU. Like yeah. he, he's a he's not as aggressive as Honey Badger, but he can roam like an Ed Reed. Always in the right place. Yeah. Always. Opportunity. Dude. Yeah. Totally. 
Um, you you watch much of Stingley? I love Stingley. Dude, nasty. I said my, this. My son, my son plays um, football, and I coach my – matter of fact, we won two national championships back-to-back. And my son, he don't want to go to another college but LSU. I'm like, bro, you know it's 100 other colleges. He was like, nah, dad. Like, <laughs> LSU push out DBs. Now, my son is a is a head buster. So my ex is Italian. I'm black. So he's a, he's the, the next mixed Oh, kid. I know I know Italians, dude. Bro, yeah. my son and he, my son asked me like, "Daddy, were you hitting like this at 12?" And I straight tell him like, "Not at all, bro." Yeah. Like, bro, you coming like you really taking us cuz he still remembers in the locker room, "Daddy, now I know with James and Joe, Joey and Pie dog and Larry Foot. Now I know what they mean by taking the soul out of kids. Those are grown men. Yeah. Grown men. IT, thank you so much, man. Appreciate you it. Delpit. All, All right, right we'll do it, man. Appreciate it. All right. And once again, big shout out to Ike Taylor for coming on Believe in Ravens. That's how we conclude this edition of the podcast. Plenty of more shows coming at you right here on the Believe Podcast Network free agency off-season storylines, and of course, the NFL Draft. Cam Rogers, signing off. 